welcome back to the Cordell and Cordell and Men's Divorce video and podcast. I'm Scott Trout, CEO and managing partner of Cordell and Cordell. And as always, we continue to bring you the latest information and topics related to COVID-19 and how it's affecting all aspects of family law before, during, and after divorce. And as we uh, always begin our video and podcast, we talk about that this isn't an attorney-client relationship. And it should not be taken as legal advice either, uh, as always stated, that your case and circumstances always matter and the specific facts uh, likely would alter anything that we discuss. And so these are really meant to be talking points for guys to, to go seek out a consultation with an attorney. If they already have one, contact your attorney. If not, you can seek one out. And as always, we're available for consultations via telephone or virtual or in person where appropriate, but health and safety is always a priority. So check with us at cordellcordell.com or 866-DADS-LAW, and we certainly can help you and, and guide you through this process. So today with me is Aaron out of our St. Louis office. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Sure. Well, so I know today, uh, you know, we're beginning to roll out and open up slowly in phase one in, in the state or county of St. Louis, state of Missouri. Uh, many guys have questions about, and you've seen it in the news. I've talked about it in my virtual town hall. Uh, I've talked about it uh, on a number of podcasts, and that is frontline workers and trying to kind of either make a plan, uh, protect the home. Uh, what should guys do? Because I know last week in the virtual hall, we had another question. What do I do? My my current wife is a frontline worker. Are there steps I should be taking? What can I do? And I mean, that's a huge question because there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of unknown. So really, maybe you can talk a little bit about generally what, what guys should be thinking about and actions they should be taking. So it's it's a little surprising to me at, at 10 weeks into this that mm -hmm. this is still such an issue, that mm -hmm. it is so difficult to get a party to just say, hey, this is what I'm doing to protect our children when I'm coming home from work. Um, and instead of being met with a simple response, oh, I'm doing X, Y, Z, instead it's, I don't have to tell you anything, mm -hmm. which, you know, if you're looking out for the best, your best interest of your children, it's a little disappointing. But yet here we are time and time again, the client calls me, um, just like you said last week, um, his ex-wife is works in a hospital. Her significant other is a physician in an ER. So he wants to know, what are you doing every time you come home from work to make sure our son isn't exposed? And basically he was left with, you know, it's none of your business. So that's really unfortunate. So then he calls me and I have to step in and, you know, I contacted his attorney and ultimately uh, it's kind of new, just come up with a COVID protection plan that it goes in the court file that says, look, every single time, both of us, both parties have to exchange what we're doing every day we come home from work to ensure the safety of our kid. And if that means you pull in the garage, you undress, you go straight up to the bathroom and take a shower before you even see or have any contact with the kids, then that's fine. And it's not about wanting to know more about your life or what you're doing or to critique you. It's just a fair question to protect um, the kids, especially yeah. now with the new virus that apparently children are getting this Kawasaki virus. Mm -hmm. It's even more important that the, the parties are transparent about what is happening with the kids when they get home from work. You know, it is, it's, if you just take the virus out of the situation and let's say, you know, I always talk about it being equal opportunity outrage. And that is if, you know, we've, I've seen it guys, if they have an inherently dangerous, you know, position and maybe they're working at home and 
there's things that are dangerous. I mean, you can take anything. Let's just say a guy's a chemist and he's working with dangerous chemicals at home. You know that the other side would go absolutely crazy and ballistic if they were putting this child at risk with something related to their employment. And I, and I know this is a sensitive topic out there. And I know that this is, it's not about, and I think as you suggest, it's not about saying you are never gonna see this child and I, you know, changing custody in a room. It's about a plan and, and making sure that both parents are comfortable and it requires their cooperation, right? Absolutely. I mean, obviously we wouldn't be in court if the parties could communicate well. I mean, mm -hmm. whether or not it's a modification or a divorce, but I still think, you know, that when you're talking about a pandemic, which none of us have ever been through, this is all uncharted territory. We're all sort of learning as we go, but something as basic as, hey, can you give me information about what you're doing to protect our kid? Um, it's, it's still shocking to me that we have to go through the courts, which we all know and we've heard over the last 10 weeks is stagnant. So right now we're trying to do mediation or do anything we can, but it's still just, it, it's like pulling teeth to get some basic information. So yeah. in come the lawyers to have to handle these, you know, the, this very basic question that is so, so important. So what, I mean, what should guys be asking for to be in this plan? You know, is there something particular? And then, you know, whatever that is, I imagine it should be in writing and then and both parties should sign it so that it's something that they both can enforce. Right. So it's, I mean, literally just in drafting them over the last couple of weeks, I've just titled it a COVID protection plan that is just filed in the court. Like a, it's not necessarily a court order, but mm -hmm. it's, it requires both parties to put in there what they because obviously one party saying, well, don't worry about what I'm doing. I want to know what you're doing. Okay. So let's make it fair. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to write a step-by-step -step plan that makes sense that everybody can get behind that is as basic as step one, this is what I do as soon as I pull in the garage, just so that everybody's on the same page as to what's going on. And they know that their kid is safe with a, a, a frontline worker, um, which, you know, we all appreciate that. I think, you know, they're mm -hmm. obviously a frontline worker, but because of that, you have to be, you have to take extra precautions to make sure that everybody is safe. So put it in writing, everybody signs it and we file it with the court. And then that way, let's say they find out that, you know, that that isn't something that the parent's doing. Then we have a recourse where we can go to court and say, look, um, maybe short of filing like a child order protection, because frankly, it is so serious that if your child is being exposed and there isn't a plan to, to ensure their safety, you know, you can go and file for child order protection. I did it a few weeks ago because a parent was, sending the child to daycare. And she lived with her parents who were over 70. So when dad had the kid, the, the, the child was going to daycare and she didn't agree to that because then when she had custody, she's exposing her parents who are over 70 years old. So we put it, I filed, um, she went and filed a child order protection and got it wow. um, because that kid cannot be in daycare when somebody is in the house that's over 70 and that's higher risk. Yeah. I mean, it makes us think in, in, you know, in matters or in ways we never imagined. I mean, I'm thinking even beyond just the idea of COVID. I mean, if you may have a parent who uh, works with biological hazards inherently, now we got to think about it. Um, and I've mentioned this probably about six weeks ago in our virtual town hall or in one of our uh, webinars, and that is we probably should be thinking that, you know, you titled this the COVID protection plan, but maybe we start including pandemic provisions 
you know, there are guys watching right now that are in the middle of a divorce and maybe they should be thinking about what should this pandemic provision provide for that requires the parents to get together, that requires certain actions and activities, that avoids this uncertainty and this uh, vagueness that we don't know what to do, right? They should be thinking about this. Well, I think that's a perfect transition to your parenting plans, your ultimate parenting plan. So if you're going through a divorce or a modification right now, maybe you can get through it and you can have it entered before, let's say, August or the school year starts. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like I said before, it's uncharted territory. So maybe we should have a a pandemic clause put in parenting plans um, that, you know, if this goes away, like everybody hopes, once the, the vaccination comes out, then you will never need that part of your parenting plan. But there's others, you know, the, the CDC and the, the WHO, they're also saying it's not going to go away, that come August or September or flu season, it's going to make another round and it's going to be even worse. Who knows? Who's, I mean, yeah. we just don't know. So why not put a, you know, we've got to start talking about that and making sure that unless you want to be back in court in four months, and go through this whole process again, we should be putting something in place. Just like you said, a pandemic clause that says, okay, let's say schools, um, we don't know how it's gonna work with schools. I think some universities are coming out and saying they're not opening next fall. We don't know about elementary schools, grade schools, even high schools, and not so much in St. Louis. We don't know what, we haven't heard yet. So let's say they don't open, um, and we're left with parents juggling how, what to do about homeschooling kids, especially if they're not, you know, they're divorced or an emotion modify. One parent goes back to work, the other parent doesn't. That should all be, in, it should be considered now and put in a plan now so that come four months from now, you're not right back where you started. For some dads out there, the coronavirus pandemic has become a pretext to limit access to their children. Other dads have been pushed out of key decisions affecting their children's lives. If you're one of those dads, Cordell and Cordell is here for you, as always, but with expanded services. We can meet you in person or by video conference on weekdays, evenings, or weekends. Our goal is to step up our service to meet your needs now. Right now, when you know our typical parenting plans, I, I was used to get no one foresaw this happening, and there's general language that they should, you know, cooperate in in the event of general items. But I think as specific as guys can get right now, especially if they're going through divorce or if they're modifying, and just try to include some language that uh, uh, you know alleviates or gives some clarity. So if you know if there's a violation of it, and you've put in a protection or pandemic protection plan and some clauses. Now you can go get seek or you can seek relief rather than a judge saying, right. "Look, I can't do anything here. If you want to modify it, go modify it." But now you're you know you're on the list of thousands of others that could take twelve to twenty four months because who knows how long this is going to backlog. But if you have an enforceable provision in some states, like you know family access motions, motions for contempt may move a lot faster. I just think, as you suggest, this protection plan and a pandemic clause is so key. And as we look towards school, you know we don't know what's going to happen, and so I think. We've been saying this for, for weeks now. Communication is key, and even retaining counsel. If you can't communicate with your spouse, and we have school upcoming, and you gotta start discussing this because we don't know if the distance learning is gonna be the norm. Now we have to talk about custody. We gotta make some changes. 
go seek an attorney, right? Start having that discussion, get an attorney to maybe start negotiating for you with her or her attorney and, and iron this out. We've got three months before the beginning of the, the, the new school year, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I think that with the way things are going, I think we would all like more clarity. Um, we, you know, we're just not getting answers because no one knows what to do. So, you know, we're anxious, we're litigators, that's, that's our job. So we want to be in court, we want to get the results that we need to get for our clients. And instead, you know, it's a lot of Zoom meetings, which is, is fine. But, um, you know, the reality is, if you're back in court, it's just taking forever. And we do not know what to do. So we're, we're just not getting any, we would like answers, which we're not getting. Everything is still up in the air week to week. I mean, I think that's why these podcasts are so important because at Cordell, I mean, it's constant staying on the pulse of what's happening constantly. So, you know, we're able to const constantly update um, men or people going through this as to what is happening. And unfortunately, we're not getting the answers that we want. So we've got to improvise. And I think the best way to do that is to make sure you have these parenting plans that take into account the best the best way we can in terms of the, the knowledge we have available at that time. But ultimately it will, you know, you can put whatever you want in a parenting plan, at least in St. Louis, you know, where we practice, you can be as creative as you want. You can do whatever you want if it means less litigation in the future. And then you can then go to court and you can get in on a contempt. You can get in on a temporary restraining order. If a parent's violating some pandemic clause that's in there. Um, but at least then you're not tied up for, like you said, 12 to 24 months because nobody knows what's going on with the court system right now. It changes daily. Yeah. So all we can do is, is try to keep everybody up to date, you know, the best way we can and to help everybody hopefully eliminate any future litigation by taking care of it right now. You know, and as you know, the first day of every state across the country begins to open up and uh, you knew after nine or 10 weeks, everybody's like, well, I want to go somewhere. You know, I want to at least get out of the house. Yeah. They want to change it up. They want to travel. Now, whether they drive or that they fly, whether they train, whatever it is. So now is an opportunity where guys should be reaching out and discussing about travel plans and kind of, you know, clearing the air, right? And, and trying to understand, you know, with their spouse or the ex-spouse, hey, what are your plans? And if you're going to go somewhere, where? And let's talk through it and let's again kind of this whole, as you suggest, whether it's COVID protection plan, pandemic protection plan, you know, whatever, just a protection plan, but start thinking about it as the summer comes in, start having that conversation so you're not in a last minute, she's leaving in 24 hours and then what do I do, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think travel, when the, the country starts to open up a little bit, I think that is gonna be a huge issue moving forward. Um, because you know you're going to have a party that says, absolutely not. I don't care if there's mask, gloves. I, absolutely not. So, you know, but a lot of people are talking, hey, come the fall or late summer, I want to go to Florida. I want to, mm -hmm. you know, take the kids on a vacation. We didn't get to do anything all year. And that's fair enough. But then, again, you're going to have one parent that says, no, I'm not risking that. And you can't, you, you're, you know, either you have to go back to court either talk about it to go in your parenting plan now and have a list of everything that would have to be, you know, whether it's you, you 
travel by some airfare or uh, flight and you have to comply with everything that that flight says. Um, you have to do the temperatures, you have to, just all the requirements from the CDC. Everybody hears about it, it's on a 24 hour news feed. So that would have to be required. Maybe you put that in the plan. Um, the other party might get, you know, 30 days notice now just because two weeks is just too short given yeah. a pandemic. Yeah. Um, and if they still won't agree, then we got to go to court. You know, right. we've got to ask the court to intervene and decide if this parent can take their own child on vacation. Yeah. I mean, I think it's now you start the process. And I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking all these provisions that I yeah. want in there, like, because here I was looking over the weekend, just thinking, okay, at some point I want to go somewhere. And so I'm looking at different states and some states have mandatory quarantine provisions for 14 days, right? And you, don't, it, it's like when Stefani, I was talking about in our virtual town hall, picked up and left Oklahoma. And now the guy, you know, her ex-husband is not seeing the kids and they have a mandatory quarantine, whatever it may be. I was looking in different states that have that issue. And so maybe that's in a provision as you're thinking about it, is that, you know, neither parent shall travel to a state which has a mandatory quarantine for any defined period of time unless there's written consent, right? Because they may intend to go for seven days, but they've got to stay quarantined for 14. So what's right. the point of going? And I, I just, I think the takeaway for guys right here, right now, is whether it's school or travel or custody, start thinking about a plan, start thinking of provisions that each of you will have to live by, right? And, and you're not gonna ask any more than what you'd want of yourself. I mean, you're not gonna wanna pick up and travel to a quarantine city or a high risk area like, I mean, just pick up Illinois and Chicago or Michigan or New York City. You're just not gonna wanna go there. Um, I wouldn't want my spouse to take my children there, mm -hmm. at least for now. Right. And then there's some point, as long as you both agree, and that's kind of the provision is or the idea, create something that requires you to continue to work together as parents to, to foster and further the best interest of the children, period. But when you right. have vague, vagueness and you have nothingness, you know, in your plan and it doesn't, I mean, we can't anticipate everything, but now that we're aware of a pandemic that we can include it. So here's the takeaway and, and it's good, good information today, Aaron, is Start meeting with an attorney. Start thinking about these questions. Let's try to start incorporating them into your divorce and parenting plan moving forward because, or even a modification if that's where you are based upon some refusals and denials of custody. So it's, it's really, really uh, a good topic to talk about today. Right. So th thanks for joining. Oh, thank you for having me. So, you know, as always, we try to bring you something that says, what can I do, uh, what should I do, and what must I do? And I think we answered those, and that is seek an attorney. Let's start talking about a pandemic plan. You know, we can call it a COVID plan, but you never know what the next thing is going to be. Uh, and now as we're faced with these issues and guys from around the country, and, you know, as we get busier with these very same questions that, that, that I have and that everybody else has, we want to start planning and start putting together something that gives you a little bit of certainty moving forward, especially when you have uncertainty in divorce and uncertainty of custody. So again, seek out an attorney. If you don't have one, you can contact us at 866-DADS-LAW or find us on the web at cordellcordell.com. Again, thanks for joining. Continue to turn in every day and join our virtual town hall this Thursday as well, where you can ask your questions and get answers live from our group of Cordell and Cordell panelists. So until next time, have a good week.